Alright, this is movies for lunch. Right? <laughs> yes, three co-workers sitting in a car on their lunch break talking about movies. And other stuff, whatever we want, really. It's true. Entertainment news. Topics. Talking about topics. Trying to Great. fill this time that we've been given. I don't have a good segue. Should I just get right yeah, into it? Yeah, just go. I... Okay. Thanks. I mean, uh, just thanks to all our listeners out there, I guess, <laughs> for joining in again. Week two. I have a couple of pieces of movie news from the past little bit that I wanted to just kind of talk about. He has not told us what he's going to talk about. I feel like that's important. To no. Try. We are going to be caught off guard by this movie news. They don't require a lot of homework, these things, so I don't think it'll be a big deal. We'll see. The first thing was I wanted to talk about the El Camino trailer oh. that dropped about a week or so ago. So sorry. I don't know what to tell you. No way I'm helping you people put Jesse Pinkman back inside a cage. Are we going to watch it? No. Okay, well, okay, this is a question I had. I don't have a lot to say then. Steph, have you watched Breaking Bad? I have watched the first episode, parts uh, of it. Are you going to watch Breaking Bad? Uh, probably not if I haven't watched it yet. I'm not like opposed to it. Uh-huh. If I had someone in my life that was like, I want to watch Breaking Bad with you. I, oh my gosh. I would, no, I. If you shut up, we'll watch it. I'm not opposed to it. I just probably am not going to go seek it out myself. Okay. At this point. Although I've thought, like, I should watch that so I can talk about it with people, That's with you guys. Po- and other people, too. A lot of people talk it, about it. It's the best TV show I've ever seen. I've heard that from not I, just you. It's, I would say, easily most people's top five, yeah. top three. Um, well, then I, I'll be kind of cagey about what this is about, so as to not, not spoil anything. You're not, not going to spoil it. I feel like it might... There's a big spoiler oh, yeah. that you would just not oh. ever forget. But I'll just say that it is a movie that they're releasing on Netflix in October that's a continuation of that show. Okay. We can't just talk about this this thing without like saying what it's about. Well, I had a couple things I just wanted to like talk about it without necessarily... Because I actually don't know what is going to happen in it other than it follows a certain character whose fate is kind of open-ended at the end of okay. Breaking Bad. All I know is... They bumped back a season of Better Call Saul for a year while they were filming it. About a week before the trailer dropped, um, Bob Odenkirk, who plays Saul in Better Call Saul, was like, yeah, we filmed the movie and no one even knew about it. No one's been aware of it. And then the trailer dropped the same day, like the same weekend as D23. You remember what D23 is? I do. TV360. (laughs) And I felt like it was a little bit of a power move that like the weekend that Disney was unveiling there uh, their new streaming service and like all the bells and whistles that were coming with it. Netflix was like, oh, by the way, the one of the most popular shows of the last 10 years, we're producing a movie sequel and this is when it comes out. Doesn't seem like a coincidence, does it? I don't know much about this industry, but it <laughs> felt planned. Are you excited, Chris? I am a little excited. I um, obviously loved the show, but, and I've heard good things about Better Call Saul, I've never watched it, but, uh, I don't know. The ending of Breaking Bad was like so good. Yeah. That it's mm. hard for me to be like, oh, well, what's gonna happen with Jesse? It's like, well, you know, I I didn't care before. You know, I wasn't like asking for this story. I think the thing that makes me feel optimistic is 
I felt the same way about Better Call Saul, which I watched all four seasons of. Uh -huh. And I was like, well, do we need this? Is this just going to feel fan y And it never is. Even the characters that they bring in from Breaking Bad yeah. service the plot and make sense that they would be there. Mm -hmm. And they never really do anything that's just pure fan service. It all services like a good story. So that makes me think, well, it's these same people. They clearly don't want to damage their legacy. So maybe they really did just come up with a good story. And that's why five years later, they were like, we should do this. It's been done for five years. Yeah, it finished in 2013. Wow. Yeah. That's six years. He's right. <laughs> There's not enough time to rewatch the series, sadly. I don't think. I wanted to. I'm just gonna hit some highlights. Yeah. And then watch it. I'm excited for it though. It, yeah, I mean it's on Netflix, so like I'll watch it. Yeah. Of course. Steph will will I not, watch Steph's it? not gonna yeah. watch it. I think it. I would have to watch Breaking Bad. Absolutely. First, <laughs> which is a huge commitment. Not too bad, but yeah, five it's, seasons, right? Yeah. Five yeah. and a half. Yeah, there's like roughly si 65 episodes-ish. Uh, that are an hour? hour. Yeah, an hour, but... That is... Great, but good stuff. It's like a month of a lot of TV watching. It depends Some on... Some weird math. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not sure of your methodology. But uh, if that's... Well, I was going to say, it's like... You, that's how you measure time. It's a 40-hour like two hour hours a day. Yeah, it's like a week and a half, full-time job. But I don't have full-time job time to watch TV. The very most I have ever been into a show, I would probably not watch more than a couple hours a day. So if I was watching it a ridiculous amount, it would probably still take me a month. All right, and that's there's fair. there's my math. Oh, took that's, a long time to get there, but. All right, okay, fair, that's fair. Do we want to talk about Spider-Man, Sony Marvel deal, or has that been talked to death? Yeah, it's kind of old news, but we can talk about it. Do you know what this is, Steph? Nope. Well, without getting too far into the weeds, Sony owns the film rights to Spider-Man. I'm all about the weeds. <laughs> you love these details. Can we cut that and just have to be a drop that you just, like, put in every once in a while? That's good. Yeah, that's going to be what separates the segments. <laughs> I'm all about the weeds. <laughs> Sony owns the film rights to Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Man is a Marvel character. Okay. Marvel now owns, now that they own 20th Century Fox, they own every Marvel character outright except for Spider-Man. And Disney owns Marvel. Correct. So there's a clause in the deal that if they don't, if Sony doesn't just do something with the Spider-Man film rights, after so many years it reverts back to Marvel. So they keep making movies. They made two with Andrew Garfield. Do you remember those? Okay, yes, I do. The second one of those flopped really bad in 2014. So Sony and Marvel made a deal together where they were like, hey, we'll share the character. So Sony will still make solo Spider-Man movies, but we can have all of Mar like all the Disney Marvel library of characters. They can be in the Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man can now be in like Avengers and vice versa. We have this deal that will that will re-up in, in like a couple years. So that's why, so now like Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man, that's why he's in the Avengers and with Iron Man, he's like all intrinsically tied in. And then this summer, they were supposed to renegotiate that deal. And Disney has been getting 5% of the film gross. So any of the solo Spider-Man movies that Sony produces, Disney gets 5%. And Disney has been making all of the creative decisions. So they've been hiring the directors, the actors, and the writers. And Sony produces it. However, Disney also gets 100% of the merchandise that comes from that. 
So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. He's the most popular comic book character as far as merchandise. So going into the deal, there's kind of different reports, but people think that Disney either asked for 50% of the film gross or 25, but they came to the table saying, we want 50%. Sony's like, no, like that doesn't make any sense. You're already getting all the merchandise and you already own every other character and everything basically, because you're Disney. And so they didn't really have a counter offer and the negotiation fell through. So now Spider-Man's out of the Marvel movies. Oh, that's awkward. Because they can't even like kill him off, right? They just can't even mention that he was a character. If they don't, if they don't renegotiate and put Spider-Man back in, in the Marvel movies going forward, he can't be in them. And in the Spider-Man movies, they can't really reference anything that's happened in any of the Avengers movies. Even though a lot of his storyline is tied to that. Yeah. But they still have they still have Tom Holland signed on for two more movies. And they'll make those movies. Sony will. Yes. And Tom Holland is not signed on to anything with the Avengers. No. His deal was technically through Sony. And Sony, they like they made Venom, which wasn't good, but made a lot of money, like $800 million. They also made Into the Spider-Verse, the animated one. that was won an Oscar. The lady at Trader Joe's told me I needed to see that. It's very good. She's right. <laughs> that should be another drop. <laughs> I'm like, they're really late at night on a Saturday and she's like what movies have you seen lately and I was like really tired and just wanted my whatever I was getting snacks your Joe's my snacks wait no it was the Sprouts sorry I messed up my story we can pretend like it was Trader Joe's yeah I'll cut that out okay so the lady at Trader Joe's Sprouts Sprouts was just like what movies have you seen lately and I was like half asleep I'm just like yeah I don't really watch movies She's like, you've got to see Spider-Man. It was so good. I went with my boyfriend yesterday, and it was so good. And the person behind her in line was like, I went too. It was so good. Are you going to go see it? And then she starts, like, the girl behind starts, like, looking up movie times and stuff. Wait, when and, was this? Like, when it came out. Oh, so, like, December? Well, it was in theaters. Theaters. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> While it was in theaters... <laughs> She said it worse that time. <laughs> While it was in theaters. While it was in theaters is when this was happening. Mm. You know it's on and Netflix now. Okay, I You should it. watch it. It's fantastic. It is really yeah, good. Well, um, I think that's why Sony was like, you know what? We don't need you, Marvel. Because we got these great movies. Uh, we got some employees at Trader Joe's that we're paying <laughs> to just to peddle and like make recommendations <laughs> to their, their patrons. I think we'll be fine. Thank you. I just, I don't think they'll be fine without Disney, personally. I I think Disney comes out the loser. I, I hope they do. I, it kind of seems like a lose-lose. They have set it up, so, like, you'd think that it shouldn't be hard to recreate what they did for the first two Marvel Disney Spider-Man movies. Um, if they keep the same directors and screenwriters. Right. You'd hope so. Right. Their supposed successes, like Venom was not like a good movie and not something you could recreate consistently it was like no. they kind of fell into it making a lot of money I feel like and it was it got kind of like a cult like following because it was really people weird people ironically enjoyed yeah, it yeah and kind of divisive in a way that like you're not gonna do that every time so and then the Into the Spider-Verse I credit like Phil Lord and Chris Miller way more than Sony like but but in Sony's mind they can be like <laughs> 
okay, Lord and Miller, we're gonna give you like a whole sandbox to play with. But okay, and what? like kind of have them be their be your brain trust. I think they can be like, look, make a sequel to Spider Verse, make like a like a Spider Gwen spinoff. Like we can like keep doing this. They've already brought Andy Serkis to direct a Venom sequel, and with Woody Harrelson coming back as Carnage with his with his little orphan Annie red wig on. Have you oh, seen that? No. Oh. What you're saying is making no sense. Sorry, but but see that like that doesn't make me like oh that's gonna be good. Do you want to see Woody Harrelson in a big fluffy red wig? Do I want to? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like Disney comes out. They look more like the the greedy bad guy. Yeah, at least right now. But well, the way you told the story, that's what I got out of it. There's a really funny tweet about a video going around of a reporter asking Jeff Goldblum what he thinks about it. And he just, he seems clearly befuddled by like what the question even means. I'll throw an audio of it. Why do, why do you think Spider-Man is such an important part of the MCU? Because there may be a little divorce happening. No, this is the first I've heard of it. Save Spider-Man? Uh, I'm crestfallen. Save, what's happening? I didn't know any of this. So Sony and Marvel are having a hard time coming to terms on the agreement to co-produce Spider-Man. So it's looking like Spider-Man may go back to Sony and not be part of the MCU anymore. I'm not a business person. You're speaking, whatever you say is Greek to me. But all these, the mountains of Broduchore and, uh, and uh, I don't know, it'll all work out, I'm sure. Uh, good luck. I'll figure it out. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, the only other piece of business I want to talk about was uh, Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, which is debuting on Netflix, has clocked in at three and a half hours in runtime. Oh my gosh. And I wanted to ask both of you, one, did you want to see this? And two, after knowing that, do you still want to see this? I have a weird relationship with like the movies that Netflix puts out that are like awards contenders. Right. It's really hard for me to watch them. Because Roma was great. It no, they're like really good quality. Oh, we've talked about this. It's just really hard for me to be like right when they come out to be like watching it. You know, like I would see it much sooner if it was in the theaters. That is a better theater experience because you kind of need to be just f totally focused on what's going on. Well, and that's the thing is like with these more serious like awards contender movies, they're more serious. They're a little bit slower, like that kind of thing, which makes it hard for me to watch it on like a laptop or like at home when there's like other stuff. It's like, okay, well, I'm at home. I'm just going to sit here for three hours, three and, and a half, three and a half and watch this thing. I guess you could treat it like a mini series and chop it up into like four pieces. That's what eventually happens for me, like with Mudbound or whatever. It was like, okay, watching another 20 minutes of this. That was good. They're all good. Okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. But it's just hard to pay attention to them. <laughs> like, I don't have a theater room, which, you know, obviously. Is the problem. Would, is the problem. <sighs> Look, we all wish we had a theater room. That no one's we disputing can all that. agree on that. And like, especially with Scorsese, like I've seen some of his movies in the theater and some of them just at home. And like, yeah, they are, they're all really good, but they're all very like deliberate and can be very slow. And they definitely feel long. What do you think about the whole Netflix Oscars situation? Well, they got around it, right? They're releasing it in theaters and yeah. select theaters. I mean, that's how they got around it with Roma. Yeah. So. Steph they released Roma in theaters? Yeah. At the same time they released it in? Yes. So to qualify for Oscars, um, to, oh. for like 
for consideration. You have to have at least some kind of limited release in so many theaters for so many weeks. And you have a lot of purists within the Academy that are like, that's not really fair. And maybe you're kind of damaging like the theater going ex experience by like bringing Netflix, you know, like it's, it's a fair argument. I, th I think it's kind of, I don't really care, Yeah. but there's a lot of like, was it Spielberg who really came yeah. out against it? Yeah. So they will release this in a handful of theaters for a couple weeks to well, qualify. What was the movie again? It's called The Irishman. I haven't heard of it, so I don't know if I am interested, but hearing that it's three hours actually made Three and me, a half. Three and a half hours made me think, yeah, maybe I am interested. Whoa, really? <laughs> That's what piques I your interest? I like long movies. I have never heard anybody say that in my life. <laughs> the oh, big, like, but you're interested now in watching this because of the runtime. Yes. <laughs> She's just a marathon. She just loves to test her will against these long movies. No, I would watch it all at once. Amazing. <laughs> wow. Three and a half hours. Maybe, maybe you can. You know how you'll review Knight it for the just podcast. Kept on going. If it's a good show, I'm just like never want it to end. That's fair, but. This is not like this that. This is not going to be the Dark Knight. <laughs> Nothing will be. What is Sadly. it about? Um, an Irishman. Probably some kind of mob crime drama. Like Peaky Blinders? Yeah. More recent than Yeah, that. probably set in this century, oh. though. I wouldn't, wouldn't have thought I liked Dark Knight, though, and I loved Dark Knight. Everyone loves I that. did not want that movie to end, and it just kept no one did. not yes, ending. Yes, I know. <laughs> and every time it didn't, I would be happy about it. Speaking of, yeah, maybe now's a good time to talk about our. Nope. No, I think that's perfect. Okay, now you, you want to segue into that? <laughs> Let's talk about ruin the segue already, fall though. movie preview. This fall movie. This will be our main topic today for the podcast. We felt it was a really good time to talk about this because there was the Toronto International Film Festival. It's starting. And Tolly Ride Film Festival recently. A lot of all the film festivals are they're. They're underway. Tolluride? Tolluride. It's in Colorado. Like Telluride? I think it's Telluride. Is it in Telluride? Oh, I think you're right. Oh, that looks so stupid. Oh, wow. A lot of Oscar buzz is happening. Award season is on its way. Yes. You have to... We're going to talk about our five most anticipated movies coming out this fall up till the end of the year. Along with... Along with one movie that's coming out that we think is going to suck. It's true. Do you want to go first, Chris? I would love to. My first one... If, Wait, are you going like... No. Are I these in any order? No, there's okay. no order. Um, Ford versus Ferrari. Do you think you can beat Ferrari? Fucking drop. We're lighter, we're faster. That don't work, we're nastier. You ready? So, one, great cast. Christian Bale, Matt Damon, some other guys. Undoubtedly. <laughs> no doubt. But it feels kind of like a movie that we've seen before. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't look too crazy. Like, it looks kind of like a Seabiscuit. Or, or like Rush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But better. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> so it's you. like, in part, part of the reason I'm excited about it is a little bit because of the familiarity of the story. It's like, yeah, I just want to watch a movie like this. It's like a movie that obviously has been made a lot, a lot of times, like underdog you know whatever and like conquers all the obstacles but it will have some great performances i'm sure oh man and um looks like it's just gonna be a fun movie you know while also being like really well made so i think the combination of those two things has me very excited for it and obviously christian bale is great in 
all, I'm sure he's given it 100%. So I can't, I can't wait. It'll be awesome. All right, next one is Jojo Rabbit. Sheesh, that was intense. What am I going to do? No idea. Got it. I will negotiate. Burn down the house and blame Winston Churchill. Or negotiate. Taika Waititi, director of Thor Ragnarok, Hunt for the Wilder People, some other great little indie movies. What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows, Boy. He, it's a story about a little boy in Germany, World War II, and he has an imaginary best friend who's Adolf Hitler. And um, looks like it's about, you know, like confronting hate and like dealing with society that uh, is evil or whatever. I'm not sure. Done by the same people who did Hunt for the Wilder People? Yeah. I will see that movie. I know. I've, <laughs> I haven't watched the trailer for that. Oh, you refuse. Well, I know vaguely it's some kind of satire and fascism. Yeah. I just saw that it was Taika Waititi and I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. I'll go see anything he does. And so he's playing, incredible. he's playing Adolf Hitler. Oh, <laughs> <crap>. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's incredible. Okay. Yeah. So I've got some other ones on here that I know I said I wasn't going to rank them, but I think the first two I said, 4V Ferrari and Jojo Rabbit, I am very excited for those Those are your two. Top, top excitement. Yeah. Okay. These ones I am excited about, but okay. less so. Ad Astra. What can you tell us about the Lima project? Its objective was to search for advanced extraterrestrial life. The ship disappeared approximately 16 years into the mission. And the commander was? It was my father, sir. I mean, it's already getting some buzz. Uh, Brad Pitt. I don't, I'm I'm in for another space, like a thoughtful space movie. I, you know, I feel like one comes out every year in yeah. the last like five, six years, and they've just been fantastic. Yeah, there's like, and uh, there's been a lot of effort to keep things under wraps and like kind of keep things secret about it. Fantastic. Which I'm always on board for. What? falls into the thoughtful space movie genre. Do you want me to go from, year, in my mind, year to year, what they are for me? <laughs> yes, go for it. Thank you. Please do. Thank you. I've given this a lot of thought. I think around 2013, you had, like, Gravity. Yeah. 2014, I'd put, like, Interstellar in that. Mm -hmm. 2015 would be, like, Arrival. No, sorry, The Martian. Yeah. 2016, Arrival. I mean, you have Contact from earlier than that. Yeah. Like more like science fiction, but more grounded in science than fiction. Yeah. Same. But I've noticed I've noticed there's been like a pattern like around the fall time. I guess you could even say that like First Man might be something like yeah. that. But like then they're great, and they're more just visual, not even like spectacle in like the negative term, but just like wow, you got to see this on a theater. It's, it looks incredible. Well, and we'll see if Ad Astra is like this. It seems like it might be, but um, you know, science fiction. A lot of people think science fiction is just like kind of like fantasy elements yeah. but real science fiction like the reason the genre exists in the first place was meant to explore like really big ideas that like on a stage like that you couldn't do just like if you were just like a regular drama I thought Star Wars I think is to blame for that Star Wars is just fantasy set in space yeah it's not Star Trek is science fiction right right and uh, yeah there's lots of great science fiction but come at me Star Wars versus Star Trekkies. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, I'm, our fan, I'm ready for you. All our fans are going to get riled up and come <laughs> oh, after you. You're going to get so much mail. All of them. All yeah. the mail you're going to get now. <laughs> tweet at me. <laughs> you, yeah, I'm not afraid. <laughs> What's your Twitter? You got to uh, you say what your Twitter is. At Jason Bishop. At Jason Bishop. That's the one. 
All right. I didn't realize it was coming out until I was looking into this yesterday. Uh, Midway? No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not excited for that. Okay. <laughs> 1917. Your orders are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. If you don't, we will lose 1,600 men. Your brother among them. If you fail, it will be a massacre. Sam Mendes, director of Skyfall and American Sp Beauty. Spectre. Looks very Dunkirk-esque, but again, like a familiar story, like gritty, real war movie. But especially after um, They Shall Not Grow Old, watching the documentary They Shall Not Grow Old, I am all in for World War One. I'm here for it. That was an amazing experience watching that. Yeah. That's incredible. Like, it seems like such a, such like, I mean, like, World War II, there's so many stories about World War II, and, like, rightly so, but... Do you think it's because we're coming up on, like, 100 years since think, then? Like, why why has that shifted a bit? I think because it ha the stories haven't been told as much, and because it feels like such a different time. Yeah. Like... In World War II, they had a lot of the uh, technology that I feel like we still have, like just in better form, like tanks and like all that stuff. Well, and even like stories about world, films about World War II were coming out in like the 60s. Like it wasn't that far removed. So even Private Ryan was only 50 years later. Yeah. Whereas like World War One, people were riding horses. Yeah. People had the, like the planes were still like prop planes. It is. Um, people were using stuff that like the mustard gas and the trench warfare, like just a way of fighting that you don't that they like don't do anymore I think they didn't have antibiotics they didn't more have people antibiotics. died of infections oh, yeah thank you Steph Steph you should watch They Shall Not Grow Old I probably will we've told you about it before right no it's the one Peter Jackson the guy who directed the Lord of the Rings trilogy took all this old World War One footage remastered it like added colorization to it, added dialogue, so it looks like it just brings it to life. It's incredible. You need to see it. Well, anyway, so 1917 looks like it's gonna be a thriller, kind of in the same vein of like Saving Private Ryan, where it's like this guy and he's got to warn a platoon about an attack, or else like 60,000 people are gonna die, something like that. And so it's kind of like a thriller, like that. So, and then my last one, I had to choose between two, but I'm gonna go with. Doctor Sleep. When I was a kid, there was a place. A dark place. They closed it down and let it rot. But the things that lived there. They come back. So this is a sequel of The Shining. Um, and there's no actual, like, Stephen King never wrote a sequel to The Shining, so this is kind of an original work. But I don't think this is necessarily an adaptation of that. Oh, I think this you're is right. a sequel to the movie, not the book. Like, this movie is. Right? Oh, you're right. It is a book. God, I'm an idiot. Please cut this that out. Is The Shining the book in, or Damn. the movie in the hotel? Yeah. The twins? Jack okay. Nicholson? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they uh, got his permission to do a sequel to the movie, which Stephen King hates, but they're <laughs> going to do it anyways. And, yeah, don't see too much, but I like, I'm excited because it doesn't, you don't see a lot of scary movies like this where they're more just, like, unsettling 
than just like jump scares. It's like more, well, like you said, it's like thoughtful. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the thing about like some Stephen King books and especially the movie, which I mean, I can understand why he doesn't like it because it's very different than his book, but it is meant to like explore different themes and like different ideas in through that genre, which is really interesting. And it has Ewan McGregor. It was great. When I first heard about this, I was just like, that's incredible. I got to rewatch The Shining. Yeah. Sit through that. Yeah. I hate, I hate horror movies, but I have to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be hard for you, for sure. It'll be rough. All, All right, right, go ahead, Jason. All right. Um, there's a lot of overlap, so I might switch around some of mine just for the sake of... No, you should say what you're excited for, too. Okay. Um, also, not really in order. Um, I'll just say this one first. Star Wars. Oh. I view this more as like, what are the five movies? If I could only watch five, I would watch those five. Uh -huh. So obviously that's one of them. I don't know. Maybe it'll. I'm sure it'll be at least fine. Resounding <laughs> <laughs> endorsement. I expect to really enjoy it because I really like the characters that they've established. Even if I think it might end up just repeating a lot or kind of being derivative, I still think it'll be a really good time. Do and really you exciting. think there will be force ghosts at the end of it? Absolutely. How many? Give me the over-under. Oh, my worry is it's just going to be a bunch of Force Ghosts fighting Emperor Palpatine. Um, Who is also a Force Ghost? <laughs> I Maybe. Okay. I'd bet at least Yoda and Luke. Yeah. What about uh, Anakin? Maybe, because they have all that concept work of ideas they had in Episode 7. Of him being, like, either a good ghost or, like, split into two. Obi-Wan's probably going to be there. As Ewan McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, that would be... Why would... Okay, yeah, I don't know. I I will have a good time, though, because I just... And it's the last time John Williams is scoring Star Wars, so that'll be kind of sad. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. He said that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it'll just be a, a... I have to see it. It's the end of, like, a really important part of, like, my film-going life. So that has to be in my top five. Okay, all right. We already talked about some of these. Ad Astra. Okay. It's gonna be awesome. F. Gary Gray, he did, he did like the Lost City of Z. Oh he's yeah, just got, his movies look incredible. On top of everything you've said, it does look cool. Yeah. Also Ford v Ferrari, yeah. same thing. James Mangold. Yeah. I mean, it's just like every every person involved with that. Like, how could you not be excited for what that is? Mm -hmm. um, the other one I had was uh, Knives Out. Oh yeah. Which is Ryan Johnson's like kind of like Clue. We just want to ask a few questions. We understand the night of his demise, the family had gathered to celebrate your father's 85th birthday. How was it, by the way? The party? Pre my dad's death? Oh, it was great. I debated putting that on there, but decided against it. I was also because I get this kind of the territory of like, well, I could I could switch around a lot of these, but I think why I'm most excited that is because I haven't really disliked anything Ryan Johnson's done. Yeah. I loved Looper. I thought Brick was good. Yeah. I really like The Last Jedi, even though I I more just appreciate like how ambitious he tried to be, yeah. even if he swung and missed at things. And I thought the Breaking Bad episodes he's directed have been great. So 
I and like the cast. It's got a great cast. I'm just I think it'll be a really great time. Yeah, it does have an awesome cast. And when I watched it, I was like, okay, is this gonna be more like Looper or is it gonna be more like Brick? When I was watching the trailer for Knives Out, because if it's like Looper, then it's gonna be awesome. But it's already set up to be more like Brick. I think it'll be more like Brothers Bloom. Have you seen that? Uh, no. It's, it's probably his weakest one, but like, I think it'll be like Clue. It, I think it'll be, it, it'll probably be good, but it's just, yeah. Just couldn't put it on the top five. Just I understand. Out, just outside. I get it. Um, the other one I had was Jojo Rabbit as well. I can't wait. Ugh, it's gonna be so funny. All right, Steph. Are you looking through the giant list of all the movies coming yeah, out right no, now? I don't have pictures, so I don't know what. Go off the title. What would just you see? You're standing. You're looking at the marquee. You have all these movies. They're like, hey, pick five. That's what you can watch. <laughs> Downton Abbey. Downtown. Downton Abbey. Should we really go on with it? You mean leave Downton? Downton Abbey's the heart of this community, and you're keeping it beating. Okay, great choice. Did you watch that? The TV I series? I did watch the TV series. All of it? Not all of it. Because I started watching it early, early on. Like, first season. Oh, before all the episodes no. were out. That would be the earliest on. You could watch it. <laughs> you know what also? I'm just going to interject. You can keep looking through that list. Okay, thanks. Um, almost made my top five, but it's just how I was choosing between this one and Doctor Sleep was Little Women. <laughs> Greta Gerwig. I also, and 1917 was on there too. Yeah. Okay, I'll take those two. Little Women and 1917. I'm working on a novel. It is a story of my life and my sister's. Make it short and spicy. And if the main character is a girl, make sure she's married by the end. We can leave right now. I'll sell stories. Joe. And you, you should be an actress and you should have a life on the stage. Just because my dreams are different than yours doesn't mean they're unimportant. I believe we have some power over who we love. It isn't something that just happens to a person. I think the poets might disagree. Because it's based off the second book. I didn't realize oh. that. Yeah, it's not based off the first so book. So I can, I, I've never seen the 1994 one, so I, can, I should watch that. I haven't either. But it's the same cast as Lady Bird, basically. Love it. Plus Emma Watson. Greta Gerwig is the best. Yeah, she's real consistently. Oh my gosh. Just so good. She nails it every time. And Saoirse Ronan is Charming as ever. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. That's what I'm saying. That was another one where I just saw the, like the cast list and everyone involved. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Of course. Of course. Can I also throw out another one that was close but didn't quite make my list? Yeah. Bombshell. Oh, yeah. They've only released a teaser of the women like getting into the elevator, but uh -huh. it does have a great cast. That's what I'm saying. That the More from that, like I don't really know much else. I haven't. I try not to watch any of the footage to go in as like blind as possible, but... Those are the ones. All right, Steph, back to you. Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Okay. Great. Got one more. Ooh. Ah, jeez. While she's looking, I also considered Parasite, I which is um, the guy that. who did Snowpiercer. Oh. And that's been from the from all the oh, yeah. the film festivals. People have been saying it's incredible. I don't know even is what it's gonna about. Is it gonna be disturbing though? I don't know. It's like Annihilation. I did like Annihilation. Be thinking like like that. Like I don't. Well, have you seen Snowpiercer? Yeah. Like. It was good, but I'm just imagining a movie 
from that guy called Parasite. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's going to make me feel like, ugh. Kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's why I didn't get in there, but I considered it. What about Frozen 2? Are you going to put Frozen 2 on there? Oh, no, I'm not. What about Jumanji Yeah, into the three. Welcome to the Jungle? Uh, well, based the off the level. titles, because oh, yeah. I haven't heard anything about any of these, uh, Harriet. Oh. oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sure could be terrible, be but if no, I hear it's good, I'll go to that one. I bet it would be good. Be, yeah. Fear is your enemy. Whoa. Easy now. I'm going to be free or die. I don't know if you know how extraordinary this is, but you have made it 100 miles to freedom all by yourself. Would you like to pick a new name to mark your freedom? All right, one movie that's gonna suck. Yeah, man, do I have a lot? But I'm gonna. I I narrowed it down to three, but I have to like pick one while you're talking. Yeah. So, ooh, I'm gonna say the one I'm most confident is gonna suck for what it's trying to be is Midway. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because that guy has not done anything worth watching since Independence Day. Freaking Roland Fair. Emmerich, yeah, and he just has consistently swung and miss at like everything he's tried to do yeah. for the better part of two decades, and they keep giving him money, and they keep wanting him to make. But this one's based on. Is there are there any sci-fi elements to this? Is there any, anything high concept, or no. is it straight up? It's just it's just. Uh, I think it's just the Battle of Midway, honestly. We should return at the end of the year and argue who sucked the worst. Okay. okay. See who won. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The one I'm going to say, oh, man. <sighs> I will say what will suck the most is Last Blood. Oh, Rambo. Rambo 5. <laughs> it's co-written by Sylvester Stallone, who he's hit or miss the past. I mean, Creed is great, but I credit that to Ryan Coogler more than Sylvester Stallone. It's directed by the guy who's really hasn't directed anything except Man on Fire. Uh, I just think it's going to be bad, <laughs> and just probably it's so old. It just it'll just be dumb. That's much. That'll be my take on it. I think you're right, Steph. What do you think will be the worst movie? Oh, just going to suck one. so bad. That Lady in the Tramp looked pretty terrible. Oh. I think Charlie's Angels could possibly be terrible. That was a, oh that was close. That one. Yeah. Is that going to be your pick? That it's going to be the worst? No, I'm still going to say Lady in the Tramp is going to be the worst. <laughs> wow. Well, and like you can think of it that way of like what movie is going to be the worst or what movie it's gonna gonna suck. is going to suck. I saw on a bunch of like fall preview lists this movie Midway of like, oh, most anticipated films for the fall, Midway. And I was like, no, no that movie's going to blow. Can I say I was it was really hard to pick between that and maybe Gemini Man? I have Gemini Man on my list too. I think that's kind of what you're going for. Like people think it's going to be pretty good, and I think it's yeah. just going to be kind of sucky. Well, the trailer was not like mm. did not get me excited. No. Also, Cats. <laughs> oh, oh, how could I forget? That just creeps me out. Man, what do you do if you're the studio? <laughs> like the response to that trailer was like hatred. But here's the thing. Everyone's gonna see that. I gotta see that. I gotta see if that. Gotta see cats. I gotta see what that ends up being. A movie does not do well when people go to see it ironically. (laughs) Venom did. People actually like that. Oof. Yeah. That one's gonna be bad. 
All right, so in a few months, what? If it's Midway, Jerusalem. Last Blood, or The Lady and the Tramp. Okay. All right, I back think we've, to work? Yeah. Back to work. I go back to work. We gave you some good content. Steph, just to follow up from uh, last time, did you watch, or did you read The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Well, I, I looked up on Wikipedia how it ended. This is how it ends. Uh, they hang Esmeralda. For what? I think it was like for being a gypsy or witchcraft or something. Lord Sounds Froyo right. tries to like win her over one more time and she says no one more time so he gets her hanged. And so the hunchback pushes him off the tower and he dies and then the hunchback goes to the cemetery and just hangs out by Esmeralda's dead body till he starves to death. Another Disney classic. Great. Glad they adapted that. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about the weeds. <laughs> <laughs>